Hallelujah. Jesus came to give us life and that more abundantly. We have a promise of abundant living. And I don't know about you, but I want everything God has for me. Everything the Lord has for me, I want it. Anybody else agree with me today? I want what God has for me. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Our pastor is going to come with the word of God today. And we need to hear from heaven. Amen. I don't know what you thought, but motivational speaking is not going to get you where you need to go in God. It may get you excited, it may get you happy, but it will not get you to your destiny in Christ. We need the word to get there. Amen. So we thank God for him today. And I'm going to ask you if you will, if you would just point your hands in his direction today and just pray with me. In the name of Jesus, speak through this man of God. Lord, say something through him that will catapult me to my next because my now is over. We thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Come on, Pastor, please put your hands together for him as he comes. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on and stand to your feet today. Hallelujah. Let's praise a glorious and magnificent God. Hallelujah. Someone who did something for us that we couldn't do for ourselves. Come on and praise him today. Come on and praise him from the fruit of your lips today. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He gave us his own. He gave us his everything. We cannot do enough to praise him. We cannot do enough to lift him up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So today I just I just really sense that, that some people need to blow some stuff out. Hallelujah. What do I mean by that? Hallelujah. I, 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 I think sometimes we get frustrated and irritated by the things that happen in situations and circumstances that go on in our lives so much so that we, we forget that there is victory in our praise. We forget that there is overcoming power in our praise. Hallelujah. We forget. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We overcome through our praise. Hallelujah. So before I get started, I just I just need y'all to I just need to to, to get, get that, 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 that praise is down in your your belly. Hallelujah. I need you to get that, that thing, hallelujah, that God has done for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It may not have been this past week. Maybe it's been the week before. Maybe this maybe maybe it's the month before. I, I don't know about you, but I just the fact that God woke us up today, we, we have a reason to praise him, amen. Just the fact that hallelujah, that we got something to put some clothes on, huh? Some threads to put on. Hallelujah. That's enough to praise him, amen. Hallelujah. And I, you, you don't have to use your inside voice because you're you're free to use your outside voice. Huh? Because see, huh, I 
I, I know that up in heaven that they're, they're they are they are praising God loudly. They're they're not being silent because the glory of God is so great and so big and so magnanimous that that they can't help but praise Him. So I, I just need Hallelujah. I just want to Hallelujah. You just get your breakthrough today. Hallelujah, and it's coming through your praise. Are you ready? I can't hear you. Are you ready? Hallelujah. On the count of three. One, two, three. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. So, I want everyone to get out of your comfort zone right now. Just go all around this room and greet someone you did not come with. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Greet someone, greet someone. Don't just greet the people you know. Hallelujah, greet the people you don't know. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. keep hugging keep hugging don't stop I just got to make an acknowledgement that there is a miracle in our presence today mother Sandy over here this is a miracle I'm not playing y'all I mean God has delivered her from the brink of death and to see her here today Glory to your name. See, there's always a reason to praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's always a reason. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Come on, praise him. Hallelujah, 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 my God, my God, 
Hallelujah, Jesus. So you have to understand that the, the power of prayer. Hallelujah. Prayer still works. Hallelujah. 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 And we just kept praying and believing. Praying and believing. Praying and believing. Hallelujah. And God made a way. Amen. Glory to your name. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. I think we're getting there, y'all. I think we're getting there. Hallelujah. I think we're getting there. Hallelujah. My God, my God, my God. Your Bibles, your Bibles is going to Acts chapter 2 and then Acts chapter 6. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to your name. Acts 2 and Acts chapter 6. Something happened, something amazing happened. And we're going to talk about that amazing thing that happened. But Lord to God, today we pray, Lord God, for the word today. And Lord God, I pray, Lord, that you would just use me as a vessel of you to speak, Lord God, your heart, your desire in this season, in this hour. And that your power still emanates. It is strong. It is, it is, it is relevant in this season, in this hour, in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, today we will not discount your power, your anointing in the name of Jesus. So I decrease that you would increase, Lord. And Lord God, move in a mighty way in this place. Change us, rearrange us. And Lord God, may we be, uh, 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 hallelujah, imparted into today, Lord God, to another dimension in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, fill us today. Fill us today in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you right now. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I want you to look at your neighbor. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, you are so full of it. Mm -hmm. Look at somebody else across the room and say, you are so full of it. I knew y'all like to say that. Mm -hmm. It's a true statement, by the way, because we're going to find out in Acts chapter 2 that we should be full of it. Because see, what happened is uh, last Sunday we talked about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Last Sunday we talked about him coming, leaving the grave, having victory over death. We talked about that last week. You know why that's important that we talked about it last week? Because, because he did what he did. He ascended to the Father. He left us with a gift. Say that again. You are so full of it. Mm hmm. See, you sometimes I think we just think about statements that are made like that and we just think, well, that's not a good thing to say. <laughs> but we're talking about a God who created heaven and earth and everything that you hear and everything that you experience in the world has already been done in the kingdom of God. So what do you think the world get the statement from? From the kingdom of God. Because you got to be full of something. Because he created us to be full of something. How many of us have gone to the buffet and just say, oh, I am so full. 
I can't eat another thing, but I think I'm going to go back and get something else. Oh, I haven't had no dessert yet. Oh, I might try that dessert. I might get another roll. And you find yourself full of it. Because see, we have to be full of something. Because God created us to connect with him to be full of something. But he also gave us the choice of what we should be filled with. So there were some people, much like us, we find ourselves in an upper room today. But the difference in them today and us, them then and us today is that they were focused. They were focused on the promise. Jesus said, I go to send the comforter. They were focused. They, they knew Jesus had given them instructions on what to do. And, 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 and they, he said, go to the upper room and wait. Go to the upper room and wait for the comforter to come. So we find them carrying out the instructions in Acts 2, verse 4, and it says, all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them, the NIV version. King James Version says, as the Spirit began to give them utterance. So they were full of it. Many people had not known what it was. They didn't know that there was a such thing as an it. And the it became the power of the Holy Spirit. And so now we move on. The Holy Spirit's been around for a little while. And everyone has had a chance to experience it. Because, see, the thing about it, when God does something, he does something in a, at a very significant time in a very significant way. And it was so amazing when that happened, when the, the power of the Holy Spirit came and filled those people. They, they, they were so full that they were drunk. Hmm. Sounds familiar. They was full of it. See, one of the problems in our society today is that people don't understand that you've got to be full of something. So people are seeking something to be filled with. Because God created us to be filled with something. So many people find whatever it is that their choice of substance to be filled with. What, what is your choice of substance to be filled with? I, I, I just, I, I, I'm here today to tell you of a substance that, of a substance and a spirit that we need to be filled with. And we find it in the person of the Holy Spirit. They were filled so much, they were filled so much so that they, that they were drunk in the spirit. That they were, they, they, they found themselves out of control and, and speaking in other languages that they didn't even learn themselves. So much so that God used it as a witness to some delegates that were in the area. See, sometimes God has a purpose for you so much so that, 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 that he will position you to be able to speak to delegates in your area. But that's a whole nother message. They were filled so much so that people could understand what they were saying. And they, they was like, these people don't even know my dialect, how they're saying this. Because God filled them with the, the power of the Holy Spirit. 
So now that everyone has had this experience and it's been witnessed by many other people because uh, um, uh, the power of the Holy Spirit is something that needs to be witnessed by more than just people that are in the church. Now we move on and in Acts chapter 6 we, we find that there was a specific person that understood what it meant to be full of it. And so in verse 2 in Acts uh, 6 it says, so the twelve gathered all the disciples together and said, it will not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order to wait on tables. Brothers and sisters, choose seven men among you who are known to be full of the spirit and wisdom. Full of the spirit. Now, did, did, did you all hear that? They wanted people full of the spirit to set up tables and put plates on, on tables and to serve food. They wanted people full of the spirit. So understand when you when you set up a table in the house of God, it's not something that we should take lightly. When you when you put a plate uh, on a table, when you do a place setting, it's not something that we should take lightly. Uh, when you, you fill up a cup with some drink uh, to pass it on to someone, uh, we shouldn't take it lightly. Uh, we, we need to be full of the spirit uh, even in fellowship. We just take so many things so lightly. I'm vacuuming the floor just because I, I just need to do so. See, when you're vacuuming the floor, you should, you should be full of the spirit. When you're washing windows, you should be full of the spirit. When you're sweeping the floor, you should be full of the spirit. Hallelujah. See, see they say, they say we, we, we need people full of the spirit to do these things. My God, my God. We take everything so lightly. The house of God is this. And, and, and it, it, today is the same pattern of the children of Israel. We take the house of God so lightly. We have no reverence for the place where we come together corporately to serve God. But we should be full of the spirit, full of the spirit. When we set up the chairs, we should be full of the spirit. So when we set up the chairs, we're praying for each chair. Lord, I pray for the seat that you anointed so much that it would be on fire that no one can sit in it. That they cannot even contain the power of the Holy Spirit that is on this piece of plastic that you created through the hands of man. Hallelujah. We should be so full of the spirit that when we dust off the podium. I pray that the, the man of God will be able to operate in the spirit of revelation knowledge as I clean off this podium, as I set up these flower arrangements that the glory of God will begin to exude from these plants so much so that people will be delivered on the altar. I just, I just, I just, I just want to be full of the spirit. We're just talking about setting up tables. So choose men among you who are known to be full of the spirit and wisdom. We will turn this responsibility over to them and um, will give our attention to prayer and ministry of the word. This proposal pleased the people, the whole group. Then they chose, they chose Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, and then also Philip uh, Prochorus, uh, Nicanor, Timon, uh, Paramines, uh, Nicholas, Antioch, uh, a, cover, uh, a convert of Judaism. 
But they chose a man named Stephen who was full of the spirit. But the other guys are just kind of like, they just kind of mentioned him. Isn't that something? So let's go down to verse 8. Verse 8 says, Now Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, performed great wonders and signs among the people. Because guess what? Turn to your neighbor and say, Stephen, Stephen was full of it. <laughs> Stephen was full of it. So much so that people got mad because he was full of it. He was so full of the power of the Holy Spirit that people were mad. They hated him. We were so worried about somebody liking us. I, ho I hope they like me. I hope they like me. I hope, I hope what I say don't offend nobody. But Stephen was so full that he didn't care if anybody liked him. All he wanted to do was fulfill the mandate that Jesus said that the comforter has come. And after this, you shall see miracles, signs, and wonders. Miracles, signs, and wonders shall follow them who are full. We're wondering why we're not seeing miracles, signs, and wonders in the earth because we're not full. There was a commercial that um, that I love when it first came out. It was it was kind of funny, but now it's kind of getting kind of old. It's the commercial that says, "Just okay is not enough." It's funny. It is. It's funny, and I believe in the in the kingdom of God. The believers have we have become just okay. We've become just okay. Because see, we were not full. I talked about the the buffet earlier. Man, we can Christian folk can get full on some food. We we can we can get full on some food. I tell you, uh, the other day we took the grandkids out. And I tell you what, that, that little not that not little that tall nine year old over there, he threw he threw down on some pancakes. Some pancakes was falling off the plate. They were so big, but he ate them pancakes. He was full. He was full of pancakes. He was happy full, but he was full of pancakes. Can we imagine a plate of our favorite food? being the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said in Matthew, I want to make sure I get this right. He says in Matthew 5 and 6, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they will be what? Filled. We see so many people today who are, are homeless and they're, they're standing out, you know, trying to get funds and, and do whatever they need to do to make it every day. And when we look at the Greek word for hungry, the Greek word 3993 is uh, pineo. It means pinching, toil, famish, to crave, to toil daily for substance. So we, we have jobs we go to. We have things that we do to, to get funds in our hand. But how many of us are toiling? How many of us are famished for the power of the Holy Spirit? We come to church Sunday after su Sunday. 
And we, we go through the motions and we do the same thing every week. But how many of us are hungering and thirsting after righteousness? Because see, Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of righteousness and everything will be added. Say to your neighbor, you are full of it. See, see, the reason why I'm having you say it, because, see, you need to say it over and over and over again. There's something about declaring something and speaking something, because the Bible says the power of life and death is in the tongue. Hallelujah. The, the, the tongue is a little member in the book of James, but yet and still it can control the whole body. So today I'm trying to reprogram your mind so that your tongue will say what it needs to say to control the whole body. Because we need to be full of it. We need to be full of the Holy Spirit. We need to hunger and thirst after righteousness. We need to make a sign that says, I will work for spiritual food. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I need the power of the Holy Spirit. I need to see the manifestation of the power of God in your life. I need uh, to see God move in such a mighty way in your life today. I need to see the power of the Holy Spirit uh, moving us so much uh, that we don't give in to the hand of the enemy. One of the biggest problems uh, we have today uh, is that we're not filled uh, with the Holy Spirit, uh, so we're easily irritated and frustrated. I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm not mad at you I'm mad at the enemy because I'm tired of seeing people being defeated I'm tired of seeing the people of God living beneath their privilege because they won't get filled with the power of the Holy Spirit because in the power of the Holy Spirit there's no room for excuses for the, with the power of the Holy Spirit there's no room for acceptance of things that's outside the kingdom of God that's why Jesus said, I have to go. I have to go. Because see greater things you'll be able to do. I'm ready to see the greater. I'm ready to see the power of God. Hallelujah. I think it's very significant that that mother is in this church today. Because she is evidence of the power of the Holy Spirit. Because we prayed and we believed. And now the miracle is sitting in this place today. Hallelujah. 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 It's time to get filled with the Holy Spirit. Are you hungry? Are you hungry? Hallelujah. I ain't talking about no natural food. We, we tend to eat too much of the wrong stuff anyway. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me educate you a little bit. In my research, they said, hallelujah, how many people seen the sign food and spirits? Food and spirits. Isn't that something? Food and spirits. And then my research has said that, uh, that, that, that there are spirits attached to foods. And whatever food you eat is how you will feel afterwards. 
So they said, if you eat stuff like bananas and vegetables, you you tend to feel good about yourself. Yeah, I did, I did what I needed to do. I tell you what, I, I, I felt that all week. Sister Foxy uh, made some green beans, and I feasted on them all week long. Them things was good. Pastor Tracy made greens. I, I ate them all week. I tell you what, I felt good this week. I had vegetables all week long. Plus, in your mind, if you do research and you, and you learn about how fruits and vegetables and all the good foods work and operate in your body, and you tie what, what you place in your mouth that's, that, that has the, the good spirit with it, and you tie that to the knowledge, because see, for the, the lack of knowledge, our people perish. So you have the knowledge that you should have five to six servings of fruits and vegetables a day. You tie that in with the fact that you just play, consume something in your mouth that has a good spirit already. You're really feeling good. But if I make the local stop to the carryout that has my favorite little Debbie's on. There's another spirit attached to that. It's the spirit of knowing that Pastor Tracy is saying, I'm tired of that heifer. <laughs> and I know I can't bring that heifer home. So I eat, I eat the little Debbie in the car before I get home. Sure is, isn't it? <laughs> then I have to run an extra two miles, Brother Brandon, to get that off me. Because the spirit that is, that is attached to that is, will lead to diabetes. See, I haven't even brought up drugs and alcohol. I'm talking about basic stuff. Because there is a spirit attached to that. Because, let me tell you something. Let, let, me, let me share something else with you. From our time of creation, we have had the capacity to be full of something. Eve looked at the tree. The woman looked at the tree and saw the fruit look good for the consumption. She looked at it and it looked good. It was the wrong tree, but it looked good. You know, just like the... The alcohol looks good, but is it good? Now today, with the legalization of marijuana, you know, many people say that it helps me in this area. It helps me. And that's, that's fine if it helps you, but what happens when we overindulge? Just like food, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just. Uh, it's, we, we, the, 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 the part of the problem is we, we need to be filled with something. So if we're not doing marijuana, if we're not doing alcohol, if we're not doing meth, uh, then we're going to be doing uh, 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 Golden Corral, or we're going to find ourselves at TGI Fridays, or uh, we're going to find ourselves at IHOP, or you can eat pancakes. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, we got to be full of something. And so what ends up happening is uh, we end up being full of food, uh, full of drink, uh, full of alcohol, full of drugs, full of anger, full of disobedience, uh, full of depression, full of anxiety, full of fear, full, full of any and everything but what God required us to be full of. And that is the Holy Spirit. 
Jesus didn't die on the cross and raise, uh, raise from the dead for us to be full of fear. He said, the, the Bible says, I have not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. But we're full of all the things that we don't need to be full of. But we won't get the power of the Holy Spirit. We're so afraid of it. I'm afraid of what I'm going to sound like. I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Of, well, he did not give us a spirit of fear. I'm afraid it's going to change me. Yes, it's going to change you. It's supposed to change you. I'm just, I'm just who I am. I'm just the way I am. This is the way I am. No, 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 no. He, 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 God, God said, we, we need to be changed from glory to glory to glory. And the part of the problem is we don't want to change. We want to stick and to stay with what we think is right. Because the Bible says in Proverbs, every man does what seems to be right in his own eyes. My God. And so we want to do what's right in our own eyes. We want things to be the way we want it. We don't want to be... Somebody told me one day, I don't want to be out of control. But if your way, if your way was working, uh, if your way was working, if your way was working, why would you be in the situation you're in now? My goal is to relinquish control because I, I, I can't control things myself. I wish I could control the government. I wish I could control how other people drive their cars. I wish I could control somebody else's mouth. Hallelujah. I wish I could control what, what somebody's going to do to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But when I relinquish control, God begins to step in and say, stand back and see the salvation of God. I had an experience on yesterday that would have made me mad but I, I watched God step in and work it out on my behalf hallelujah see we get so caught up in what we see we get mad and we miss God's blessing because we're full of anger full of fear full of everything else but the power of the Holy Spirit and you miss out on what God has for you because you're of which they don't need to be full of. But I'm here to tell you, you need to be full of it. You need to be full of the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. He wants to change you. He wants to rearrange your thought process. He wants to re- oh, my God, my God, my God, my God. He wants to change your viewpoint. He wants you to know that greater is he who lives in me than he who lives in the world. So if he ain't living in you, if he ain't breathing in you, hallelujah, how are you going to know God is greater? We got to be full. Turn to your neighbor and say, you are so full of it. Listen, 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 full, full, the definition of full, containing or holding as much as or as many as possible, having no empty space. <laughs> no empty space. So many people walking around talking, about, I feel so empty. You know why? Because you need somebody and you need something to fill your empty space. 
See, there's a vacancy sign on everybody saying vacancy, 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 vacancy. And, and so when you walk around the earth with that vacancy sign, there's something you're going to run into that wants to fill that vacant spot. Why not fill it with the power of the Holy Spirit? Sometimes people think, man, you're just a crazy preacher. Or you might see some other preacher that's crazy or, 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 or yelling all the time or excited. But see, you have to understand when the power of the Holy Spirit is moving on the inside, it's like fire. Shut up. Right, they, they say in my bones. What is it? My stomach. Hallelujah. I don't have to worry about eating because God is already fulfilled. Last week we learned about the number three. It's a fulfillment. So when Jesus did what he did in three days, it was a total one fulfillment in his totality of everything that needed to be done so he could send the Holy Spirit in his totality. So, when we look at that, see, when the Holy Spirit gets down on the inside, you begin to feel the bubbling. You can't control yourself. You can't help it. You just gotta, you just gotta go with it. Cause see, you don't have no control over it. You just let Him do it. So much so that even if you're in no immoral environments, even when you're in environments that are not conducive to the kingdom, you begin to take over the environment. Hallelujah! Because see. The power of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, it doesn't leave anything empty. It doesn't leave any empty space. I got to get back to this because the Greek word of 41, 34 and 41, 37 is plero. Uh, and plero means to level up. Hmm. Interesting. It means to level up. So there's some people in the kingdom of God. Don't tell nobody. There's some people in the kingdom of God who need to level up. So, because, see, when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, you level up. Ah, my God. When you get filled with the Holy Spirit, I'm going to let me finish this. Let me, let, let me finish this definition before I get um, out of control again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Level up. We need to level up. This, the, 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 the Greek meaning means to level up. A hollow to furnish. To furnish. Some of us ain't got no furniture in our in our living space to satisfy, to execute, to finish the task, to verify, accomplish, and complete. So many of us are looking for verification, but we're not filled up. See the the Greek word plero, ha. Huh? It means to verify. It means to get filled up. It means, see, we're looking for verification. We're looking for accomplishment. We're looking to complete some things, but it's hard to complete some things. It's hard to complete projects. It's hard to complete walking out some things without the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside. We're looking for verification. We're looking for respect. We're looking for this. We're looking for that, but we haven't got filled up. We haven't leveled up yet. Hallelujah. We need to level up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we think about leveling up, hallelujah, your standard is raised. Hallelujah. Whoa. What do you mean, Pastor? The Bible says when the enemy comes in like a flood, God does what? Raises a standard. Hallelujah. See, the standard is raised when the power of the Holy Spirit is on the inside. Hallelujah. So when the enemy comes to attack you on Sunday morning and tell you to stay in the bed, 
or I'm breaking down your car, or you just don't feel like it. Hallelujah. You say, whoa, I'm leveling up. I'm leveling up. I'm going to another dimension because you're not going to stop me from getting what God has for me. Too many of us are inconsistent. We're up and we're down. We're up and we're down. We're up and we're down. But you know what? When you get filled, when you get furnished, my God, when you get furnished with the power of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, you begin to get consistent. And sometimes it's a battle to stay consistent. It's a battle to stay consistent. It's tough. It's a fight. And many times we don't have enough fight in us to do it by ourselves. We don't have it because we haven't been furnished. We haven't been verified. We haven't had the stamp of approval placed on our life to the fullness. Because see, the number three, hallelujah, was the fulfillment in its totality of everything that had been prophesied, that had been promised from the Old Testament. I need y'all to understand you no longer live in the Old Testament you live in the New Testament time hallelujah and God is saying it's time to fulfill to complete what I started in you because he that has begun a good work in us is faithful to complete it hallelujah come on now you are full of it I'm declaring today that you're full of it hallelujah I'm declaring today day that you are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath because you are full of it. I'm believing today for the power of the Holy Spirit to move in your life. I'm believing today that you will be filled beyond capacity. That there will be no more empty spaces. There will be no more empty places in your life because God has brought total fulfillment and verification in your life this day. Choose ye this day who you will serve, hallelujah, because now is the time, it's no more time for waiting, it's no more time for sitting around and wondering what's going to happen next, because there is safety in God, there is safety and security and a verification in God, hallelujah, be filled in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The people were in the upper room. They were in the upper room. The people was in the upper room. I need you to understand this. How many people walked up steps today? I don't know what it is about Rafa Kingdom Community Church, but we always end up upstairs. I don't know why that is. We had one place that was downstairs, but that was just for a short time. The other two places, we've been upstairs. Isn't that amazing? I'm believing God for an upper room experience. I'm believing God for an encounter that he would fill this place so that people would drive off the street and drive into this place. I'm believing for the power of the Holy Spirit to operate so, hallelujah, that that whole school would be saved. I'm believing for the power of the Holy Spirit to operate so much that that whole neighborhood would be wiped out of the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm believing for that. See, it's bigger than us just coming in here. 
and doing what we do because it's bigger than what we can even than what we can even contain but Jesus said it he said greater things you can do why did he say that think about this everyone in here in this room it's, it's about what what 20 25 people in this room if if all 20 25 people in this room was filled with the power of the holy spirit to the capacity that we could handle the bible says one could put a thousand to flight but what two could put set 10,000 to flight so we got two at 10,000 Maybe three goes to what twenty thousand or, or I mean we, we can't I mean you know that's that's a, that's, a, that's a whole lot of figuring. So there there so I'm just trying to paint the picture. If one could put a thousand flight, two put ten thousand to flight. Man, once we get to three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, I mean we we can wipe out a community. I'm not talking about killing them. I'm talking about looking, hallelujah, not having to look over our back again, wondering if somebody's going to rob us, not having to worry about somebody pulling out a gun to shoot us. Because see, the problem is we got our eyes on, on things where moth and rust does corrupt. We're looking at the guns. We're looking at the virus. We're looking at everything else. But what God has ordained, hallelujah, if we get the power, when we get the power of the Holy Spirit, we ain't got nothing to worry about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For he has not given us a spirit of fear. Power. One of the biggest movies that's out right now was the Avengers Endgame. And I'll look at those movies and I'll just be like, see, this, this is all effects and all that kind of stuff. It's great. It's great. It's entertaining. But where God wants us to be, it's not entertaining. When the shooting happened out there in California, I be immediately began to think it's time for the church to rise up and get the power of the Holy Spirit. These people, they waited in the upper room. They cut out all their agendas to wait in the upper room. We sung a song today. I will wait on you. Are we just singing a song? Are we really waiting on him? We spend so much time just singing songs. What are you saying when you sing it? These people waited in the upper room. But we are so in our society that we don't give God time. We got so many things on our schedule. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to, where does God fit in? Are we, are we fitting God in in our, in our plan? Is, is he first in our lives? These people waited. They cleared their, their schedule. And they waited in the upper room to receive the promise. This going to be, it's going, it's requiring of us to wait some time. I'm not talking about us doing like them and clearing our schedule. We have to use wisdom. But see, we need to change our perspective and understand what is important. Society is changing. The world is changing. Judgment is already in the earth. And that's why these things are happening. 
because God is eliminating and eradicating and moving things in such a way to fulfill the prophecies in the word of God. What does that mean? That means that we need to make sure that we are ready to the fullness. It's great that we get saved. It's great that we get saved, but we need to operate in power. And even as I make fists, I think about all the movements that use that fist. But they still didn't operate in power. They operated in unity, but not power. Can you imagine the power that we could walk in being filled with the Holy Spirit? There's too many of us, there's too many people in the kingdom of God that are living poor. And I'm going to say that again. I don't mean financially poor. I mean spiritually poor. We are living beneath our privilege. There are things that are going on in the spiritual realm that affects you in the physical realm. And sometimes we wonder why stuff happens in the physical realm the way it does with our lives, with our loved ones. We're wondering why these things are going on because the things that are in operation in the spiritual realm, that's why the Bible says we need to cast down, take authority over the atmosphere. Everywhere I live, I take authority over the atmosphere. It is so important, men, to take authority over your atmosphere, where you live. And if you're a single woman, you could do the same thing. Take authority over your atmosphere. We wonder why all these things are breaking off and all this stuff is happening. Take authority over your atmosphere. Begin to declare the word of the Lord. We live spiritually poor for no reason at all. Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And the evidence of us wanting the Holy Spirit is the pursuit of it. We got to be willing to pursue it. We got to, just as Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst. We got to be hungry. Today we're going to have some food here in just a little bit. And it should satisfy your, your physical hunger. But how many of us are willing to, to, to satisfy, to get the total fulfillment of the spiritual hunger that's on the inside of you? I hear people say, I'm lonely. Uh, I'm empty. That's because there is something that needs to be filled. Something that needs to be on the inside. So understand this, the evidence of desire is pursuit. How many people in this room today, you don't have to raise your hand. I'm just asking a hypothetical question because as you close your eyes and bow your heads and, and focus, because we're, we're transitioning, we're transitioning. If you, if you remember, I'm hearing that again, the spirit of the Lord is here. If you can remember, remember that. Hallelujah. We're transitioning with every head bowed, every eye closed, or every eye closed. I just need everyone to focus. Because we're I don't I don't know if we realize how dangerous the time is. And in the 
midst of everything that's going on. Sometimes danger seems so far away. And in a split second, it's in our face. It is so amazing to me how we look and see how there is terrorist actions and things of that nature in other nations and other countries. But it's coming here quick. That was San Diego, California yesterday. It's coming quick. And it may not be things like that. It could be any other things. But the enemy knows that his time is running short. And the way to defeat the enemy in our lives is to have the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm not trying to scare nobody. I'm trying to give you hope. Because I would not be doing my job as a pastor if I, if I just said everything nicey-nice to you. But it's time. It is time to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. So the first thing is, if you're in this place today and you say, you know what? I have not received the Lord Jesus Christ in my life. And I need to guarantee, I need to guarantee my place in the kingdom of God. With every head bowed, every eye closed, just raise your hand right where you are. Because tomorrow's not promised. Tomorrow's not promised. Tomorrow is not promised. And then if you're in this place today and you say, Pastor James, my life is okay. Seem like I plateaued and kind of sometimes I feel like I just want to give up. I need to be consistent. I need to be consistent. If that's you, just raise your hand right where you are. Hallelujah. I'm believing today for the power of the Holy Spirit to move. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Those of you, hallelujah, that raised your hands, I'm just going to begin to pray now. Hallelujah. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, in the name of Jesus. I thank you that the spirit of the Lord is all around. Hallelujah. I thank you that the spirit of the Lord is all around. In the name of Jesus. I thank you that is here. That is active. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. We thank you today, God.
you I hear the Lord saying, you have gotten so far and you've done so much and, and you've gotten to this point in a, in a life of a believer where the challenge is so great where it's so hard that you're like I don't I thought I was doing everything I was supposed to do I thought I was I was I was I was doing what God wanted me to do and the Lord said it's not anything that you did wrong he said this is the time for you to level up he says I'm increasing your faith he says see you are on Similac and now it's time for you to be on real milk there you go he said what you're experiencing it's not a breaking down he said it's a building up he said when you feel like you're falling apart God says no 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 no, no. I'm putting you together he says I am rebuilding and reestablishing you so that you can be tougher you tough but he said I need you to be tougher Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. He said, and I'm going to make a testimony out of your life. Even a greater one. Even a greater one. He said, I'm not done yet. There is still more to come. Because I'm about to make a liar out of every person who laughs at you. I'm about to make a liar out of every person who said that you was doing was stupid. And that you was wasting time. God said, I heard every word they said. He said, and don't you worry, daughter. I got you. I'm going to keep you. I'm going to carry you. I'm going to cover you. Even in your weary places. Where you feel like you are by yourself. And you feel like you ain't got adequate support. He said, I'm going to teach you even with a husband. I'm your husband. Because see, people look at your life and they say, oh, you got a husband, it should be easy. But what they lack to understand is God is your husband first. Even with a physical husband, he can do more than what a physical husband could ever do. So continue to rest in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. This is not a slight to your husband. But God said, don't be so hard on him. Because it ain't in his control either. God said, I got this. I got this. I got him. I got you. I got all y'all. And as you seek him in the late night hour, divine revelation is coming for your household. As you seek his face early in the morning, the word of the Lord is going to illuminate from the pages. I see you highlighting in your word. Keeping a notebook, writing down everything God is showing you. Jesus, this is your season for strengthening, says God. For I'm filling you with my power. I'm filling you with my purpose. I'm filling you with my passion. Jesus. Be filled, be filled, be filled, be filled, be filled. Every place, every crook, every crevice. 
in the name of Jesus. Fill the Lord right now. Fill the Lord in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Fill the Lord, fill the Lord, fill the Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It, don't fight it. Don't fight it. Come on and let him pour. Let him pour himself into you. Let him pour himself. Feel that fire shut up in your bones. Hey, God. Fill up with your anointing, Lord. Fill up with your grace. The power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
As pastor was praying for you, the Lord was showing me that there's been times where you've referred to yourself and even heard others refer to you as damaged goods. That because of things that you have experienced and gone through in life that you feel that there's no comeback from it. But I need you to know this today, sister, that God is a restorer. He is the restorer of the breach. He is the restorer of everything broken. I need you to understand that even though you have looked at yourself as damaged goods, take off the word damaged. You are good because God said you are good because he is good. He makes no mistakes. Everything that you've encountered and experienced was not, it was meant to kill you, but God turned that thing around. Okay. So you could have a testimony about how he kept you in the midst of it oh my god even the things that you know you were guilty of god said my grace covered you because my grace is sufficient he said it's not about your goodness it's not about how great you are it's because i am great in you and through you and if you would allow him to take you by the hand at this stage and point in your life and walk you through your destiny he said you will be able to experience the things that you only imagine he said but i need you to trust me that i'm gonna take you through the process i need you to trust me that i can heal you of every emotional trauma and distress i need you to trust me that i can take whatever your past looked like and turn it around for a glorious presence will you trust him today for her today.
Today, the Lord was saying to you today, daughter, I want you to trust me for your next. I want you to trust me for your next. I want you to trust that I can change your mindset. Because everything that you were taught and told, that was all they knew. God says, I want to show you something different. I want to take from your vocabulary, that's just how I am. God said, I want to take that from your vocabulary. Because I want to show you something greater. That through me and in me, you can have a new life. New life in Christ. New life in Christ. New life in Christ. You are not who they said you are. God said you're who I say you are. And I say you're delivered. I say you're healed. I say you're set free. I say you are loved. I say you are wanted. Come on, hugger. I know. God says you are wanted. And he's going to surround you with people who will show you that love. He said, don't run from it. Don't run from it. It's going to seem foreign to you. Like it's, it's unfamiliar to have love without restraint. But God said, I'm putting people in your life. And they've already been there. He said, don't run from them though. Who will love you without restraint. Who will pray with you. Who will stand in the gap with you. Who will believe God with you. He's sending resources your way that you never even imagined were there. He said, I'm not going to let you give up on yourself. You're here for a reason and for a purpose. spirit today God thank you Lord thank you Lord hallelujah thank you Lord Jesus Ooh, my God hallelujah Jesus I'm believing I'm believing God to do some great and extraordinary things amen amen hallelujah glory to your name we just thank God for the word today and we bless him. Don't be afraid to ask us to pray for you for the power of the Holy Spirit. 
Because it's a necessity. It's needed. It's needed. For it is the power of God unto salvation. It is needed. The Holy Spirit, he is here for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on and give God a praise. Amen. Bless the Lord for pastor today. That word was awesome. Hallelujah.